Welcome to Define You Radio, the place to be for real talk and real tips to help you define your personal and professional life. Class is in session with your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace. Pins and papers ready. Class is now in session. Hello, hello, and welcome to the 2018 season of Define You Radio Classes in Session. I promise, guys, at the end of March, I will stop saying the 2018 season, but technically we're still in March, so I can still say it. That's how I feel. I am your host, the Southern Belle of Bold Valencia Griffin Wallace. Define You Radio is the place to get the life lesson strategies Hashtag real talk and more to help you define life on your own terms. Make sure you are subscribed and connected to all things Define You, including the fabulous Define You movement, which is on Facebook, where classes in session seven days a week. You can find out more at www.defineuradio.com. Well, this month's series is all about unapologetic living. That's what we're talking about. And class is in session tonight with another hot seat edition of Define You Radio. Now, I know you guys that tuned in our last hot seat edition uh, really enjoyed it. We're going to be doing it twice a month, maybe more, maybe randomly. I don't know. We're just rolling with the, the whole vibe of giving you guys something you can relate to, understand, and feel like you're just sitting down in your living room with a good cup of coffee and some girlfriends. So that's what this is all about. I'm joined, of course, by my two fabulous co-hosts. They are speakers, authors, creative minds, but most of all, they are queens, LaVon Copeland and Shannon Ward. Ladies, say hey to the audience. Hey, good evening, everybody. Hello, everybody. Yay. (laughs) Okay, so tonight's hot seat, and I hope you guys have your pens and papers ready. It is truly something to discuss. will truly be hot. You guys can press 1. If you have questions and we have time to get to you, or you can leave your comments and everything on Define You Radio's Facebook page. So tonight we are discussing colorism. Now, some of you, if you're like me a few years ago, you're like, what the heck? Colorism? Is that a, you know, what is that? So I'm going to give you just a quick definition, okay? Colorism, according to dictionary.com, is Prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. That's according to dictionary.com. But according to ValenciaGWallace.com, that means you think you are better than or less than someone because they are lighter than you or darker than you or something of that nature. So that's according to ValenciaGWallace.com. You got an issue with your color or other people's colors. <laughs> I think I gave a good definition. What y'all think? I think that was perfect, spot on. <laughs> I think, yes, it is perfect. <laughs> now, okay, so the reason why I'm going to tell y'all how this came to me, right, 
I was listening over the weekend. I traveled to Austin, and I was I played an inmate in a play, which was a phenomenal experience. It was the play is the Pink Elephant in the Middle of the Ghetto. Um, you guys check out the book, check out the play. It was awesome. I posted some clips online. I was singing and dancing in in an inmate's uniform. But long story short, the drive to Austin, I was listening to an audio book, Gabrielle Union's um, We're Going to Need More Wine. Have y'all read that or, or heard of it? I've heard of it, but I haven't gotten around to reading it yet. No, I haven't either, but I saw her promos and, and I've seen that there's been a lot of conversation around it. It was very uh, interesting. And I haven't finished it, mind you, so let me just add that part. I hadn't finished it. But one of the issues that she had, and if you look at Gabrielle Union, you're like, oh, my God, she's so beautiful. That's a bring it on chick, you know, and everything else. But she didn't grow up in an environment, in a black environment, so to speak. Um, She had to go visit her family that lived in a black environment. But she had issues with being black or or brown skin, you know, because apparently her mother and her sisters are lighter and she's the dark one that took on her dad's look. So, and you never would have thought that because to me she's such a beautiful woman and for her to talk about, you know, in in death and definitely with pain, her experience of being um, brown or black. So I personally, um, I'd love to hear what you guys think about colorism and maybe your your experience with it, Shannon. I know you said that um, that was something that you dealt with in some way, shape, or form growing up, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I mean, it was, like you said, you didn't know that it was a problem until, you know, recently. Exactly. I mean, you no, know, and then and it's, when it's addressed. And, I mean, it's a, um, so my family, we have a big family. I have 11 siblings. So I never really paid attention to, you know, I'm lighter, he's darker. I mean, now one brother we did kind of tease a little bit. And he was like, you know, because he's real, real, you know, the word they use, high yellow, and he's got this curly hair. And we're like, okay, no, you're not related to the rest of us. You are doctor. <laughs> um, but, you know, these are the things you're saying. You don't really think about them. While you sing them, you just, it's just there. You know, these experiences you grow up with. And, but like I said, growing up with 11 siblings, all of us are different shades, every one of us. So you don't really pay attention to the fact that, you know, this one might be better than that one or that one might be better than that one until someone else brings that into your home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you grow up, you, you know, you see it. you like, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's true. I'm, I, I totally agree. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you got some, hate to say it, but you have some family members that will like certain ones a little bit more because of their complexion or and like others less. And, and, and when you then you start to pay attention to it that way, but on your own, you don't really pay attention to it. So it's, it's when Valencia, when you proposed the topic, I was like, wow, like I really had to think from it. And I was like, you know, that that's a serious topic that honestly I don't think especially – in the black community, it's not addressed enough. It's really not addressed mm-hmm. enough. We 
we're fine with, with whatever we want to say. We're fine with Black Lives Matter. We're fine with all of that. Let's be mm-hmm. clear. I, I agree, but we're, we don't do enough to make sure that within our community, within the household, that we're addressing the fact that not only do we allow society to separate us, but we separate ourselves by foolishness like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, yes. Yes. That is like that. <laughs> we do. We absolutely do that. We divide within our own selves, our own race. We do. Exactly as Shannon said. We, yes, Black Lives Matter. Yes, we want to see United as, you know, a group. But we will, within our own group, deteriorate each other. We will tear each other down. And you want to divide because of light skin, good hair. You know, right. dark skin, nappy hair. Curl, you know, your hair is coarse. We will do that. Uh, wow. Yeah. I'm totally. <laughs> well, I, I will um, confess some guilt in in this. Okay, I will confess some guilt um, because my family across the board is pretty much brown skin. My color. We rarely have someone that's light or someone that's, you know, what I would consider dark. Everybody's pretty much brown. But once, roughly once in a generation or, you know, age group or whatever, someone, we'd have one uh, light skin and somebody that's dark skin, and we would do, you know, we would say, you know, oh, you're adopted. Oh, okay, we've had enough for this generation uh, so on and so forth. And what's crazy is like my great grandmother was was really light with gray eyes and everything, and my great grandfather was really dark. And I guess you know the combination of both of them just created you know at least in in my family a lot of brown skinned people. And I really didn't look at it anyway except you know of course I would do the teasing like you know like Shannon was saying oh you're adopted you don't belong here and um you know different things like that but you don't think about it like that but truly that is you know colorism and if you think about the songs okay so if you just go back in your memory you think about mm-hmm. Heavy D that was my mantra, black coffee, no sugar, no cream, you know, like, yeah, yeah I'm all black coffee, <laughs> you know, that was it. And then Tupac, the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. And I was like, yeah, so I'm in, you know, like, yes, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, you know. And um, But Melissa, you think you know, they've so, done the same thing with me, and, you know, they hear what um, light skin men ain't in season this year, you know, but me, like, right. black. Um, darker men are what's hot this year, you know. You had all these nice chocolate, you know, um, actors that came out, and people were like, oh, my God. So it's like now, you know, I've heard a comedian say, you know, we, we back. It's in again. <laughs> and, but, you know, that is truly, uh, that's truly colorism, you know. Yeah. That's to me, you know, but you think about back in the day, every, you know, DeBarge, everybody wanted that light skin. You can't tell if he was Mexican or black and with yeah. the curly hair. Like, DeBarge <laughs> was, was it, you know, Prince yes. and everything else. And then when, my, you know, Michael Jackson was everything, all of a sudden Michael Jackson changed. And, like, hold on, what's, what's wrong with being black, Michael or right. Brown? Right. I have questions. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. 
that's deep. <laughs> but but you know what? But, but, but and the it, it, but the thing is, and it it started so long ago. Um, I can recall an instance. So I I told you I have you know eleven other total. I have um, we're all different shades. And so my oldest brother, he's up, you know he's darker, and um. He was dating a, a young lady, and she was darker as well. And I remember someone in the family telling him, they said, uh, you know, you really don't want to marry that girl. And he said, wow. well, why not? And their reply was, because if you marry her and y'all have kids, those children will come out looking like a puff of smoke. Oh, my God. That's funny and not at the same time. So. Y'all forgive me for laughing because it's really not funny, but it kind of is. But you laugh, you you laugh right. because there's nothing else to do. Wow. Yeah, I don't right. Yeah. And but to this day, I honestly think it affected him as it was said because he mm-hmm. has children now. But of course, they're With not her. by right. They're well, his oldest son mm. is by an Indian. His youngest one is by um, a Hispanic lady. And I'm wow. and, and I all. I cannot recall him even dating a black woman after that one. Wow. And it's crazy how, you know, how we do this to ourselves. And then on the flip side, now we get mad and say, okay, well, he couldn't stay in his race. Wait a minute, what? First we pushed him. Love doesn't have a color. Let's start there. Let's, let's just start yes. with this. It knows no color. It only recognizes love and hate. That's all. But you just pushed him away from possibly lover. <laughs> Do it, you know? It's just wow. Because he wants to have no babies that look like smoke. Exactly. To this day, he does not find an attraction to black women. He does wow. not. That's so, ladies, do you now? Think- I wonder. Now, I was going to say, I wonder if Wesley Smites was told that because, you know, he's never dated a black woman. And I know it's kind of getting off the topic, but not. But you wonder if, you know, he was told something like that. Now, I'm going to be honest, okay? I'm, like, in full confession mode. I have a a niece, Valencia Jr., as a matter of fact, if you listen, T.T. love you and all that. But I remember telling her she's she's really light-skinned. And when she came mm-hmm. out, you know, she I was – asked her, my sister, like, is her daddy white? Because she was, like, extra light. And she started dating a guy who, you know, was really light-skinned like her. And God forgive me, but my I, my honest words to her was, like, y'all better not have any kids because your kids are going to be invisible. And I didn't think twice about saying it. Or anything like that, but I'd never thought of, and, you know, growing up, we used to, you know, honestly call her, like, you know, white girl and, you know, stuff like that, because she was always really, really light, not really thinking how, you know, it would later affect her. Side note, it didn't affect her too much, me saying, I don't want to say that, but they did have a a beautiful son um, who's not invisible, so let me add that, but you don't. (laughs) <laughs> think about those things till like after the fact, like, oh my gosh, I could have made her have an issue with being, you know, light skin or whatever because of my comment. Like, you know, I don't know if people in Louisiana just say it, but you know, they'll say two dark skinned people shouldn't have kids and two light skinned people shouldn't have kids. 
um, that's ignorance at its best. Absolutely. But it's something that's said. So my my confession moment. I know I was all the way wrong, okay? But uh and it wasn't that long ago. It was like just a couple of uh you know, like about three, four years ago. I don't know how the baby is now, but um you don't think of, about that because I look at it like I've never had an issue with being being brown. So you think other people don't have issues with their color. Growing up, I mm-hmm. you know, my role models were Shaka Khan, Whitney Houston, two brown-skinned women. My Barbies were brown. So I was taught to love my, my brownness. So whatever self-esteem issues I had growing up, none of them stemmed from my color. So mm. you're pretty for a black girl. I'd love to hear your thoughts about that, LaVon. Le- <laughs> you're pretty for a black girl. <laughs> Shannon. You know, that, that upsets me. I have to, I have to, I have to say like that. And I mean, like because you're dark you can't be pretty or like that's an anomaly like it's just it's, like it's like some of it's to me it's one of the stupidest things a person can see you know it, it I'm even, I've even heard it, it's just like um oh well she's pretty for a heavy girl well what does that mean yeah see, I've heard that, that. <laughs> I've heard it but I've heard people for, say the for same thing for dark skin yeah yeah the same, they say the same thing. Oh, she's a pretty dark skinned girl. She's a pretty chocolate girl. I don't. I just. I don't. I've never liked that. I just. I'm like either she's pretty or she's not. What does her color of her skin have her to do with yes. her with her beauty? Now, I will say. Yes. I will say. Now, and <laughs> this I, your confession <laughs> moment. <laughs> this is my confession. But 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 confession. I don't think it's really that bad because. Now I look at some, you know, I've looked at some uh, people, and it was a young girl in the magazine, and she was dark skinned. But I looked at, her, I was like, oh my god, her skin is beautiful. So it wasn't she's beautiful, but it was the 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 texture of her skin, her tone, how even it was. Like, you know, that's what when I look at it, that's what I was looking at. I'm like, she's even all over. Like, you know, some some of us, even us light skin, have you know darker spots or lighter spots. She was even all through. Like, there was no no variance of her shade. And I was just like, wow, she is gorgeous. But not because she was dark-skinned or, oh, well, she's beautiful because she's a dark-skinned girl. Now, growing up, of course, you know, you think that that's okay to, to – you think it's okay to say that kind of stuff. You think it's okay to do that. And and to be honest, again, confession moment, as a lighter <laughs> As a lighter skinned girl, you are kind of kind of given leeway that darker skinned girls were wasn't getting. You kind of got more attention that the darker skin wasn't getting. And to be honest, yeah, we just relished in the attention. At least I did. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, you know, hey, I, I'm getting the attention over here. You're not, so go sit down. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, that's just you know, but. Oh, okay. I have questions. <laughs> I have so many questions. Okay. Okay. Do you consider would do you consider yourself 
light skin or dark skin? I consider myself mocha. <laughs> that, that's not an option. <laughs> If there's, like, real talk, if there were two options, um, because, you know, there, there are two options, light, light skin, dark skin. Like, if somebody asks you that, what, you can't answer mocha. Mocha is not, a, not an option at, at this juncture. Well, I would just like to go on record saying that if, you know, Jesse Jackson and others can create their own language, I should be able to create my own skin tone. But I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back. And um, now because it's like we are so many shades. There are so many variations from the lightest to the dark. It's like you know, if you put into where would you draw the line as to, okay, all of this shade and here from this shade to here is light, and then this shade to here is dark because I think I'm that nice middle color. You know, I'm somewhere right there in the middle. So, but would I hit? Would I make the line for light skin or dark skin? You know. See, that's the way I feel. Well, okay, right down the. But y'all know. Now, see, if somebody asked me that question, I would be like, I'm. You know, I consider myself brown skin, and it kind of depends on the time of the year. Because, of course, during the summer I get a little darker, and during the winter, whatever. But I don't think like you know, but. The paper bag test. I think that's the line. And for you guys that don't oh, know really? about the paper bag test, the paper bag test mm-hmm. is something I don't know who invented it, when it was around, but it was something back in the day that you know, a, a, you take a brown paper bag. If you were lighter than the paper bag, you were light skin, and if mm-hmm. you were darker than the paper bag, you were brown skin. So at this point in the show, I'm expecting people to go out and find paper bags. <laughs> To, to figure out what size are they? Am I lighter than a paper bag or darker? Um, but it was a real. Um, but listen, real you know you got people now that's okay. doing that. They get they in there in that kitchen drawer looking for a brown paper bag. And I'm like, who has paper bags anymore? No. Listen, I have questions. I have questions. So what about those of us? Now I would consider myself the shade of the paper bag. So I'm not lighter than or darker than it. I'm the shade of a paper bag. So then what am I? You are paper wow. bag. Then you're neither light <laughs> nor dark. You're you're just you're the color of a paper bag. That's so if some next time somebody asks you that, wait, have you gotten a paper bag to see what side of the paper bag you're on? Oh my lord. Oh, I, I, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to find a paper bag now. Hey, I'm I might be dark skinned. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's crazy how long this this debate has been um going you know going on and how long this has been an issue and I love that both of you said this is something we don't talk about and I'm like you don't have to discuss it with with anger but let's not deny that some women do have an issue with themselves you know, because they feel like they, um, you know, are darker or, you know, whatever else. They, they're they having issues, feel like they were treated different or whatever else. And me, as someone that I would say I'm probably the same color as the paper bag, I don't know. I'm going to find out because I'm pretty sure I could find a paper <laughs> bag somewhere in this camp. Um, 
but I always considered myself brown. And I never forget when someone described me as being dark. And I was like, dark? Where am I dark? And I did honestly get offended because it's like I mm. did not want to be called dark skin. I was, I'm okay with being called brown, you know? Yeah. But I did not want to be referred to as dark skin. Mind you, I had an issue with my lips, too. If somebody referred to me having big lips, um, now I'm okay. I love my 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 big juicies. But I That's know I used to, like, no, I don't have big lips, you know, because – and you think about that's something that's ingrained, you know, dark skin, yeah. big lips, you know, next thing somebody's going to say, oh, you look like an old slave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but now everybody wants, you know, big those lips. Everybody lips. Yeah. And, and yeah, and those things. So it's, um, but it's crazy when, when you, really think about that. Um, my friends have always been various colors and races. Um, and I never, I could honestly say, I don't personally think I had any friends that thought they were better because they were on one side of the paper bag or acted a certain way. Not that I could recall at this time, but if I recall it, I will put put them on blast on the Facebook page. Um <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would have to say, for me, you know, I'm listening to your, you know, both of you all's stories, and I feel, I feel like I've fallen somewhere in the middle because I, you know, I can relate to you, Valencia, because I, in my family, I come from a family of, you know, where most of the skin tones are darker, you know, so I've mm-hmm. always seen, you know, these beautiful brown, you know, and I consider, like you, I consider them brown, just pretty brown women. You know, my mother is dark skin, and I love, you know, I've always loved and envied, you know, her skin. Like Shannon said, it's just the texture of it, the tone is just beautiful, you know. So, but then I've been at that place where even within my own family, you know, people make jokes like, you know, are you adoptive? I've heard that, Shannon, or is that really your mama? Mm-hmm. You know, why you don't look like your mama and your sister? You know, because my mom, my sister, and brother are all, you know, darker skin tones, but I've always just saw it as beautiful skin. Mm-hmm. So how did that affect you? Did you go, like, try to tan or get darker to try to fit in with them, or what? How did that affect no, you? No, I just – and I guess because my family – um colors have range because, you know, we have um, biracial, you know, um, cousins. I have biracial cousins, so we do have some lighter skin tones, but the majority, I would say, darker, but we've always was just raised to embrace the person that we were, the skin that we were in. So I felt comfortable always in my skin tone, but I've always, you know, loved and just admired, you know, my mom and my sister and my brother. That's and and thank you for sharing it. And that's why I was surprised to learn that people had self esteem issues because they were dark skinned. Like I thought that was something somebody made up just to make something up. Because I'm like, what? How does that make sense? Um, and it wasn't until I got older and started talking to different women and really kind of paying attention to different things to where I would see um, 
you know, have conversations with people that say they had low self-esteem because they were, you know, quote-unquote darker than a paper bag or darker skin. And I'm like, what? Like, are you real? Are you ki- I mean, I might have sounded sensitive, but I was being honest. I was like, are you kidding me? You know, it was it was crazy um, to even think that. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and I'm going to say something because um, one of the things I hear and have heard was, you know, like, are you and your husband going to have kids? Because y'all would have pretty babies. Well, why would my baby be pretty? Because, uh, you know, mm. you'll have a mix. You know, your baby will be mixed. What? Number one, anything that comes out of me will be gorgeous, hence my son. Um, but it's the fact that people even have that kind of mentality to think that I'm going to have some drop-dead gorgeous uh you know, what if we had a kid and the kid was ugly? Would the kid still be considered cute because it's mixed? Mm. You know, I have questions. But going mm. back to my original point, is anything that come out of me will be gorgeous, either in the face or by clothes. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> you know? But have that is something I think society I think it still goes but, back to society, how society views, yeah. you know, they view that mixed child, you know, they, you know, that's going to be a beautiful skin tone, nice yeah. hair, you know, they, it's automatic. People think that when they see a biracial couple, it's automatic beauty. Yeah. Assume that we're going to, y'all make some pretty babies. What? You know, like number one, who even says that? Cause that's like totally violating my, my space and my, you know, whatever yeah. else. Well, it's like, I'm sorry, they have some ugly mixed babies. They have some, uh, I mean, you know, some people won't say they have ugly babies, but they do have ugly, some ugly babies of all race, genders, <laughs> and um, skin tones. Every yeah, baby preaching. is not cute because it's, you know, people just want to be all cute and cuddly, but let's be honest, we have all seen an ugly baby. So yes, just because I'm, you know, I don't know what would happen. You know, I may have an ugly gene that go back in, in my DNA somewhere. My husband may have an <laughs> ugly gene, and those genes may come forward, and here it is. I got this ugly mixed baby that society has messed my head up to think the baby was going to be cute because it's mixed, and I got an right. ugly baby. Ooh. So, ooh, that came from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> have y'all... Um, Seen there's a documentary documentary called Dark Girls. Have y'all saw seen that? I haven't. No. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces. I never usually sit down long enough to watch something from beginning to end, but I have seen bits and pieces of it. I was disgusted by it. Honestly, I saw it a couple of years ago, and I was like, whoever made this um, documentary needs their house egg because everybody they had on there basically Shannon and, and I do suggest like you, you watch it like as much as you mm-hmm. can stomach. Uh, but basically mm-hmm. it had everybody on there that could not pass the paper bag test saying how mm-hmm. much they hated their selves. And I'm like, wait a minute, where are the women who love their selves? Everybody that quote unquote doesn't pass the paper bag test doesn't mean like, oh my gosh, I hate myself. Let me put take a bath and bleach. But basically that's what the documentary <laughs> yeah. was about. And and I was disgusted by it honestly. 
Wow. Because there are some women who love their brown skin. You know, they love their dark, whatever shade, the darkness of their skin. They love that natural, you know, curly, curly hair. There are some women that embrace the beauty of it. Absolutely. It's, it's, life is very interesting. What you going to say, Shannon? No, I'm saying I'm gonna have to yeah. look that up because that is that is very interesting. I, I have never even heard of that. I've just never. It, you know, it, I don't know if I'm. It's called to, dark I'm girls. Gonna... It's called dark girls. Well, number one, I don't like the title. Okay, right. so let's just be honest, dark girls. But it's uh, I saw it a couple of years ago. It was on Netflix, so it may still be on there. Or you know, you can find everything on YouTube. But I was completely um, disgusted by it. But honestly, it made me look at, you know, my nieces. And if we, you know, let's have a moment of pure transparency and honesty. All their, the role models they have today do not look like them. True. Wow. It's true. You wow. know, Um and I wonder how does that affect them when when their their role models and I understand we are in a uh, you know er, everybody loves everybody society and everybody should play with every color Barbie and dolls and your child should have a mixed um, range of Barbies and everything else. But one of the reasons I didn't have an issue with my color was because my role models and my dolls were the same shade as me. Right. Right. And all of their role models, you know, if you if you look at the songs kids are singing, they are all very much on the other side of the paper bag. I don't even know if they would even qualify on a level of paper bag because everybody, you know, wants to be – Mixed with something. Mm-hmm. It's like a sin to say I am a hundred percent black. No, I have Indian, some Brazilian. I have, <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe maybe the hair that I have on my head, but um, um that's you know, that's true. That's real pretty. <laughs> you know. But, you know, how, how do you tell kids today that um, your skin tone is beautiful, everything about you is beautiful, when nobody that they see as a role model, you know, it's like, you know, they're not seeing anybody as a role model that looks like them. And the people that, that has the fame and has the money and have all those things that, you know, the beauty that little girls look at and, you know, perpetuated by society doesn't look like them. Like, how do you even have that conversation? You know. Go ahead, Shannon. I have to say this. In this particular arena, I have to be grateful that I have a boy. Hashtag amen. The role models for the boys, once now I'm, I'm still like, it makes me cringe with that he wants to let his hair just grow out and just be nappy. Son, at least comb it, something, pick it. <laughs> no, he doesn't want to do that. Ao and Tayo don't wear their hair like that. It's all over their head. And, and Okay, son, all right. <laughs> but at least he sees some that are his color, that yeah, are right. his, shade of, his shade of black. They're not, you know, 
they're they're mixed, they're mixed with colors, but he doesn't have to see, like you said, the ones that's on the far end of the paper bag that that probably won't even have to go through a paper bag test. He doesn't see that. So as a boy, I'm extremely grateful that that's not the case for him. Now those mm. are girls, so Shannon, women we have to deal with compared to our men. Would you say that? Mm. I would absolutely agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now this is when the conversation turns left and gets really yeah. hot. <laughs> do you I mean, you do think you because think. you see men of all colors that can be role models, but like you say, think about what our kids listen to, like you said, Valencia as far as in music, what they're singing. Now you can have you can you know, if they're listening to rap, okay, look at Gucci Man, he's dark. Okay, they can see mm-hmm. a dark-skinned rapper. They can see a dark-skinned song, you know, R&B singer and hip-hop singer. You, they see a good variety. But if you think about your female artist, you don't, that's not something you see a lot of. You know, they see the Nicki Minaj. They see the Beyonce. You know, her even her, some of the um, songs, you know, people like um, Fantasia, they have talked about it's harder for a darker skin person to be an mm-hmm. artist. You know, they have to fight sometimes a little bit harder because they're not sold or they're not promoted as people. Mm. I, I but, you know, now me. that you say that, um, like, because I was, as you were talking, I was going through my head with, okay, who would I consider popular that's on the other side of the paper bag, so to speak? And my mind went blank okay. until you said Fantasia, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My mind went blank. Think about it. Yep. So what are do I what do our daughters see until you start having you know people coming in like um Taraji, not Taraji but um being Mary Jane where you see this pretty you know Gabrielle Union as this beautiful you know um, dark skin you know professional. What did you mostly see on TV? Even if you look, you think about TV, you don't see a lot of actresses that are, you know, what we would consider darker skin. So what do our daughters have to look up to? Because you have Idris Elba that comes out and, you know, ladies are like, oh, my God. Um, you have all these actors, you know, that are these dark-skinned men that are popular. So our boys do have image, but what does our girls have? Not much, and I mean, and I'll even say this even about Mary being Mary Jane because that kind of concerns me too. And it's almost mm-hmm. as though she can't be dark skinned and successful and have a man. She's got to be having relationship issues all the time. Like, why is that? Wow. That I don't, I don't, I don't want them to see that. You know, I don't. I was my my. If I had a girl, no, I don't want you to see that part of it. That's not what oh. what we want you to see. And and it's crazy because even as you begin to talk about it, I was thinking about other artists and other movies, and I'm even thinking about Queen Sugar. And I think yes. about how three children. Now, you have the two mm-hmm. dark-skinned ones in, in, in Louisiana, and they've toughed it out. Come and, on and now. But now you've got the mixed one that's the all professional. Right. She married the basketball mm-hmm. player. All the, so it still shows. It's got money. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. It still shows girls that 
okay, maybe the dark-skinned girls still, they don't, they're not winning. They're not winning. You've got to be high yellow. You've got to be red bone. You've got to be all that to actually have something in life. Wow. So those kinds of things still bother me. This is why, honestly, um, as far as like um, Black Panther, I loved it because these women were strong. <laughs> they were dark. They were not half naked. They were about their business. They were on top of it. And that's I the honestly kind of stuff wanted that to, uh, to I, w- I wanted to shave my head and get a spear after um, seeing Black Panther. <laughs> I'm just going to add that there. I was I wanted to shave my head and get a spear, and um, I loved I loved that. But let me add this. Um, because I I loved oh my gosh, because I I love the. You know, I call her Michonne. I don't know her her name in real life, but you know, the lead black warrior queen is actually yeah. uh, she she plays in The Walking Dead. Her name's Michonne in The Walking Dead, and mm-hmm. um, so I don't even know her her name in real life, but I always thought she represented like that powerful, strong black woman. One of the things about in 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 Walking Dead. You know, you got this strong, powerful black woman, right? And everybody mm-hmm. on the show, you know, having relationships. I mean, it's a zombie apocalypse or whatever, except her. Wow. As this strong yeah. black woman, she was she was kicking zombie butt and taking names, just how she was in Black Panther, just, you know, a different thing. But I love that you say that. And it, I, I, don't, you, I don't know if... What we see is affecting what we do, or what we do is affecting what we see, because we see it in TV. But think about the women you know that yeah. are, you know, brown to dark skin. Are they in relationships, or has, uh-huh. has the media gotten so much in their head that they think, um, you know, as a strong black woman, I just can't, you know? Uh-huh. Wow. I'll go so far as here, and, and and I don't know, Valencia just might get me kicked off. I don't know, um, but I'll I'll give it. Let me just further. I I actually one day and just paid attention because I you know I've observed a lot and I paid attention to a lot of even I know here in this city a lot of pastors. The mm. wife of the pastor is a specific look. She's really petite. She's on the, the 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 far end of the paper bag. She's either got this what really end? cute short cut real light or right. Right. Or she's okay. got she got this really cute shortcut or she's got some nice weave down her back. And if I can pull ten pastors and out of ten of those pastors, nine of their wives have that same look. Mm. Oh wow. So, something that's there and I don't I, you know and the thing is I don't really even know if a lot of people are recognizing that that's there. I don't know if they notice it's there and again what does that say to our other girls? What is this what does it say to our darker skin girls? What does it say that you know in order to you know be again be successful to get the man to to live the life that you see or to even to be somebody of prestige you needed to be wow. this and you're not that shade, so you're just going to get this. You're going to get, and what's funny is because, now confession moment here, I used to tell my older brother, 
and 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 as I think about it now, I just it makes me sick that I even said it. I would tell him sometimes, well, you know what, you need to go outside and work anyway because you too dark to be in the house. I will be a house nigga. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know what? And the thing is, we're, it, it's imputed in your brain from somewhere. These yeah. things pass down through the family line. And to be honest, in order to change it in society, it's got to start in the house. you got to start yeah. in your house. It does. But people are scared, I mean, to have a discussion about it. Have to. That means that you're admitting that it exists, you know? Um mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, I'm not mad at anyone on any side of the paper bag. If you cool with me, I'm cool with you. That, that's that's my I philosophy am. in life. Um, exactly. But then you'll see different, you know, and I've seen it, honestly. Like, me being 100, I've seen different posts on on social media um, with people saying, Different things like, you know, I don't understand why black women have a problem with me because I'm lighter skin and stuff like that. And number one, it's discussion to even see, see that. Why don't you have a, dis- a discussion? Because it may not be your skin tone. It may be your attitude, you know. So I, let that, me add that to this. Don't assume somebody don't like you because you're on one side of the paper bag. It just may be you. Nothing having to do with nothing else. But it's those discussions we don't have or we don't have civilly, you know, um, it got to be some animosity, light, light skin against dark skin, like what, are you crazy, um, it's, life is very interesting, and, you know, like, Shannon, I'm very fortunate that I have a son, um, but I never forget, and I can't remember how old he was, and my son told me one day he wished he was light light skin or mixed or something like that and it it took me I was like I thought maybe I was half sleep or something I was like what where does that even come from so then at that point I you know talked to him about loving you know his his beautiful brownness and everything else and to this day I think Cameron was like in middle school or elementary when he said that and um so I don't know exactly where where it came from if it came from you know his environment at school uh which was very diverse or you know what it was that made him say that but that like hurt my feelings like how can you not be okay like I didn't even know how to respond to that almost because I was like what so I don't know what to how to I would just say have those discussions definitely with with your kids and with your friends and everything else because that's part of the problem. If we don't discuss it, like I honestly didn't even know this was a like a real thing self-esteem wise. I honestly didn't know that till a couple of years ago because it made no sense to me. Um, if somebody said they had low self-esteem because they were you know fat, I could understand that um, versus you know or I have low self-esteem because I'm because I've been skinny and teased and called skinny. Like, there's so many many things like that you see um, versus, you know, I have low self-esteem because I'm, I'm dark-skinned. Like, how does that even happen? Now I see it, 
but like women our our age where we grew up with those um brown role models and stuff like that I don't I honestly don't understand and even growing up here in Louisiana where we have levels I call it levels to blackness you know cuz we have creole and we have this you don't know what race you're looking at half the time cuz you know somebody could have <laughs> and I think that's pretty much everywhere but it's still an issue you know, and a lot of people, and I've heard this, which I thought was utterly ridiculous to hear. Uh, somebody that has never dated interracially ever told me, um, oh, I always thought that, you know, like white men were attracted to lighter skinned black women. Oh. oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh. Now that's a first for me. Yeah. That's something. Like, I always just thought white, you know, white men preferred black women that were mixed or lighter and everything else. So, you know, this opened a discussion. With, I feel sorry for my husband sometimes. So I brought it to him. I was like, would you uh, prefer if I was lighter or something? And he, of course, looked at me like I was crazy. But um, it just made me think, like, but something that quick and that utterly ridiculous um, is generally how people feel when it comes to color. Like, because I am, I would say I'm even with the paper bag. I don't know, but I'm so serious. Before this week, is I, I'm going to get a paper bag from somewhere, okay? Because this, this, is, this is like a thing. Uh, but, you know, felt like um, somebody white or or you know, a man of a certain stature, if we think about black men or other men, could not be attracted to a woman that was obviously brown or darker. And I thought that was crazy and and very interesting at the same time that that is what people, um, like, is that really what people think, you know? Thoughts? I I do believe this is a conversation that has to it's a great conversation that you started here because it raises so many questions and it's even deeper once we got to talking, you know, looking at, you know, versus men versus women, you know, how they're portrayed in society. I mean, this I'm sure, and I'm sure people are, you know, your listeners are looking for paper bags. You know, I, I guarantee like a, you. <laughs> of very I'm deep discussion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I but I do think real. Go ahead. <laughs> I do think something that you said, um, Valencia, um, that one women of our age sometimes I think we maybe haven't heard this or didn't realize, you know, how um real the subject is, how deep it really goes, because I think. For me, and I know I can say for myself, is that a lot my role models weren't all on TV or on the radio. Right. You know, I didn't see all of them. I, it was the women that I saw in my home. It was the women that I saw in my family, the women that I saw at church. So I saw many, you know, dark-skinned, pretty brown women, women of all shades, of you know, all variations of what we consider black being strong, being independent, you know, being courageous, have you know, being powerful, 
in relationships. So that's what I saw. So that's what I guess for me it's like, wow, I didn't realize it was on this deep of a level also. But I think we had a different image compared to now where we have social media and technology has advanced so much that what our our, our daughters will see is so much different. I agree. Absolutely. Even the photo the um photo filters, like when you take a picture or maybe it's mm-hmm. just my phone, all of a sudden like I'm like, that is not my color. You know, like <laughs> why do you filters keep you know, like I'm I'm brown, but you know, a filter mm-hmm. or whatever, even when you just take your picture in general, a good picture, let me add that. Uh, mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden you didn't change races by just taking a picture. Yeah, I'm just. But think about your emojis now. How they come in a different shade? Um, I can't um, get that on my phone right. Uh, maybe because I have an Android. I am Team Android, and I don't <laughs> know what to what to download to where. I want an emoji like. That's my color. Where is the, yeah. the paper bag color emoji? I'm not talking about the ones because I've seen someone that was like extra, you know, they were way on one side or the other of the paper bag. No, I want an emoji mm-hmm. my color. My color emoji. Yeah. Somebody invent that. Like when well, you scan I mean, my skin. I've seen, I've seen <laughs> Android people like tell you how to get to them. Just hold down on the emoji and then all the colors will pop up and you can select the color. Mhm. Let me find out they have a my color emoji. They do <laughs> because my sister everything. she was so happy. She was like, "Oh my god!" She was so happy when she was like, "I can get you know the you pick the emoji with the lady raising her hand." And the first time I got ready to see it when I and I have an Android also and I updated my phone and especially if I'm in Messenger and you use the emojis through mm-hmm. Messenger. They allow you all the shades, and I'm like, whoa! You can pick the shade, and it has like this spectrum of colors. Mm-hmm. Question: How did that make you feel? I think like, I just remember my sister was feeling. I could hear like pride in her voice, like, "Yay! I can get an emoji that looks like me." Yeah, and I would say I felt the same because it was like, okay, well, it's about time that you know everything doesn't always have to just be one shade. Yeah, there are many shades So yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. Okay, that's cool. You know, I can, you know, send you know this emotion and out this body let and and they can see. Yes, it's me, the chocolate girl. It's me. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, but that's that's interesting. To if you think about it like this here, that's interesting to even think about that. That that even matters. You know what I'm saying? True. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but like yeah. that even, even matters. Well, and in that situation, though, I think it really, well, for me, I'll say this, it didn't matter until I saw it. Mm. You know, because as you. That's as a you, mic drop. You, 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 mm. you, you send the emoji. I didn't really think about it. Just send the emoji, keep it moving. And then yeah. I, and I was like, oh, wait. Well, yeah, you know, now it matters because. Yeah, y'all could have done this the whole time. Yeah. That's a whole, whole, like this, this is definitely almost like a more than one show topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, 
like you start going down, like they say, the rabbit hole of things, you know, because then we can mm-hmm. also get into the whole, you know, how some people feel that wearing wigs or weave mean that you're not proud to be black. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, we went from discriminating against each other by color to now it's a hair thing. You know, okay, or yep. if you dye, if you want to do a blonde, you know, weave or wig or whatever, like you have a problem with being being black. And I can't remember the situation, but I do remember specifically saying I am black 24 hours a day, period. Hmm. There's exactly. no denying my blackness. You're not going to look at me and think that, um, you know, I'm, I'm mixed. Or whatever else, but let's just be honest about where we are in 2018. Everybody is mixed with something, and it might be yeah. a point zero 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 a billion zeros and one, but you are we are all mixed with something. Mm-hmm. And I think if people start looking at it like that, now I, before we close out, because I know, oh my gosh, the hour goes by so fast, but I have it like does. a hashtag question. Color struck. Y'all know what that is, right? To be color struck. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So for the audience that doesn't know, because I know here at Define You Radio we have an international audience in which we fully appreciate all of you guys. Um, but color struck means like you only like or date someone of a certain shade of we'll just say a certain shade of, of black, a certain shade on the paper bag spectrum. And I will be like 150% honest. Um, I would not, my rule was if you, you had to be my color or darker for me to date you growing up. That was my rule. I would not date anyone lighter than me because I had in my head, okay, light-skinned dudes, they feminine, they pretty, don't nobody want to date nobody prettier than them. And I never really thought about it as being colorism, but truly it wow. is because like, I'm pretty, because all of them weren't pretty, but, you know, oh, he's light-skinned. I'm not dating no debarge, you know, so but <laughs> I did not, which is why everybody that kind of knew me, some of them were shocked that, okay, so you're the same person that wouldn't date anybody lighter than you, but you know my husband. And you went all the way to the whole bag away. Through the whole bag. Yes, I threw the whole bag away and just got me a piece of paper. You know, uh, <laughs> sorry, husband, if you listen, you know what's up. Um, but and we just we discuss like racing in different things in the house. It's I tell people, you have to imagine, to be married to me, you have to have a sense of humor and ready to talk mm-hmm. about some stuff. But, um, yes. yeah, that was my thing growing up. Like, I, if you were lighter than me, like, you had to be my color or, or darker. It could be just a little bit darker, but you had to be, like, we could not be the same, like, exactly the same, or you could not be lighter than me. So did y'all have a preference of, you know, the color of guys that you dated growing up. I didn't. I, I didn't I didn't care one way or the other. Um You were I just mean, all over the paper bag, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have, I have six brothers. Every of them are different shades. 
I didn't have time to pay attention to anybody else's shape. Like, I got six brothers. I see all this all the time. It didn't matter to mm-hmm. me one way or the other. Valencia, well, I would say I'm... I, I would say that I'm exactly the opposite of you, opposite of you, because they had to be okay. my shade of lighter. <laughs> really? And I still tell people, yes, my shade are lighter. Ooh. So yeah, <laughs> totally opposite to you. That is like so so very interesting. Um. And, guys, we will definitely have to pick up a variation of this topic on our next yes. hot seat. It has That's been a great um, show. So, of course, I want to leave off with the tip. Um, so, LaVon, what tip would you give someone who, you know, has a, a daughter or son that's, you know, growing up in feeling not so cool about their color of brown? I would for my tip was, would be to simply have the conversation. You have to reinforce that the beauty that is within you is so much greater than the beauty that people are seeing that's on the outside because true beauty flows from the inside out. So walk, into, walk in your beauty, walk into your purpose, walk into knowing who you are. And if you can't find the role model that you want to see, be the role model you want to see. Boom. Hashtag boom. Hashtag boom, amen, and all of the above. Miss Shannon. Yes, Who dated all over the paper bag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the bag too. I didn't discriminate. I off, went off the bag too. I oh. know, like, you're, you're, the, you're, you're uh, the role model here. You're the role model. Um, what would you, what would you say to someone um, who's, whose child is, you know, dealing with self-esteem issues because of their color? Um, I would have to say I would, first of all, like uh, like LaVon said, you address it. I think a lot of issues that we have could be resolved if we address it and not just brush it off, like yeah. a lot of us that, you know, had happened to us growing up. You know, mm-hmm. oh, we'll try to get them rich. You know, you just, it's okay. They just messing with you. They just thinking, no, we need to address that. They, you know, um, I've had this conversation with my son. No, baby, you're you're mixed between me and your daddy. Your daddy was a little bit dark. I'm a little lighter, and you right down the middle. You're a beautiful chocolate. You're a beautiful chocolate little boy, and then you have to help them to understand that within their own, they're going to be different colors. They're going to be different shades, different hues. Even in the rainbow, there are different hues of blue. There are different hues of yellow. Mm-hmm. There are different hues of orange. The same way with those, there are different hues of that. There are different hues of your people and their color. So it doesn't matter what the color is. You have to um, help them to understand that although the color might be different, it's the heart, it's the spirit of the people that matter. It's who they are inside. Like LeVon said, it's, it's the beautiful person inside. It's the soul of who you need to be paying attention to. And as long yes. as you live in a good place and live from a whole place and a place of love and peace within yourself, it doesn't matter what anybody else has to say about your tone or about you. You don't need to feel any kind of way about your tone because your skin does not make you who you are. It does not yes. make you the man that you are destined to be in this world. Hashtag amen. And the truth to add all to y'all, yes, to add to y'all uh, great mature advice, number one, I want to say this also. There, um, 
colorism does not just exist in the black community. Um, there's different cultures um, like India and, you know, other places where colorism is an issue. So don't think, mm-hmm. you know, that this is just a black issue. Everybody should be having this discussion. And when in doubt, when in doubt, Google ugly babies, okay, and just look at the different colors and shades of the ugly babies, and you know it, it, it you know, that's my hashtag, just being real blunt and honest. Ugly babies come in all colors and everything else. So, I like I said, they gave the mature advice. I'm going to give the immature advice. Google ugly babies, show them to your kid and be like, do you think this baby is cute because it's a different color? And that's oh what God. I have to say. Um, <laughs> with that being said, it has been a great hot seat edition of Define You Radio. Make sure you guys connect with our beautiful co-hosts, LaVon Copeland and Shannon Ward. Their information can be found on Define You Radio's Facebook page. Make sure you stay connected so you know when we're having the next hot seat and what we're talking about. And, um, yeah, pens and papers down. Class is officially over. Until next time, remember your past doesn't define you. It gives you definition, and it's up to you what you do with that. Y'all have a great night. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening to Define You Radio. Make sure you connect with the show at www.defineuradio.com. Pens and papers down. Class dismissed.